What is the meaning of life? Where do we go when we die? Does Google know my blood type? Will she text me back? When will the water wars begin? Does anyone want to date me? I'm Tina. I'm Mary. And together, we'll answer life's biggest questions correctly. This is Artificial Intelligence. Okay, I'm going to say hi, Mary. Hi. (laughs) And And. (laughs) right now, I'll introduce... Our third person, well, we have four people at the table, always Austin, but (laughs) our fourth person and guest is Winston Hodges. Yes, that is me. (laughs) That is is I. Buttery (laughs) for radio voice. Um, I wrote down your credits. Okay, Winston is a stand-up comedian based out of D.C. Yes. By way of Richmond. That's true. Is that how you phrase that? That is how I say it. Okay. I like the way I... Because I don't want to forget my roots. Right. Right. All right, but also I'm Meanwhile, bigger than this a shirt city that now. Says, Somebody in Farmville loves me. Well, it's so. irony. So uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, it's so sorry. We don't all, all have down, our yeah. I love Jewish food shirts. <laughs> there was context to that. There was none. She just had it on when we got here, and it was very offensive. <laughs> there was a festival. Okay, keep going. Okay, um, he. <laughs> He hosts, and let me know if this is all right. Um, he hosts a weekly game show podcast called Winsmith Games. Yes. Um, a Which live... I haven't done weekly in, a, in almost gonna... a year. Weekly? Okay. Yeah. A wow. year. Okay. So wow. it's all right. So you do the credits as written. Yes. And then I will correct Please them because I haven't the updated them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 So it's not weekly anymore. We do it by seasons. But oh. when it's a season, it is. It's weekly. Okay, oh. I got this from your um, website. Yes, so. and um, and that is not correct. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Thank okay. you for letting me know the things I need <laughs> yeah. to correct on my Either website. <laughs> so we got the, the first one's already wrong. Okay. Um, a live show and podcast called Host Battle with Chris Allen. Yes, we do do that. That's okay, true. Okay, cool. Um, as well as a podcast called Dead Dad Comedy Pod with co-host Amber Hendricks, who is also a comedian in Richmond. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is very active. That is active. Yes. And then it's got a pulse, unlike the relatives of all the guests. Parts of it are dead. Yeah, but. parts of it are dead. But that's what the show is about. <laughs> and then during the pandemic, you came out with a stand up special called Grieving Productively. Yes. Um, and that has won multiple awards. It I has won I some know awards. it's won like many, but I couldn't find out exactly which it's ones. It's fine. It just it's a few film festivals <laughs> and it got like best in show and best short documentary and stuff. It I turns out you can it turns out you can put stand up specials under documentaries, which is amazing. Because I just lie on stage. It feels it feels like a documentary to me. It's great. Yeah. Well if Dinesh D'Souza gets to make documentaries that mine and my my starting questions were going to be about grieving productively because I was really yes. interested in like my um, dad is still dead. Okay, um, that, that has not changed. Talk about what it's about. Also, the resurrection has not been <laughs> I successful. I have a confession to make about that. I think this. Okay, so here it is. I watched. Did you kill it. him? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give my father pancreatic cancer? You monster! <laughs> it's been on her chest for a while. I, yeah, I have been. I, this is why I actually started this podcast yes. to get you on One it and confess on, on air and confess <laughs> to the the murder of JB Hodges. Been a murder. So I watched it, and of course, um, 
I would venmo you for it because it was great work and I wanted to. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But I think that I said gre- grieving productivity. That's okay. <laughs> that's that's fine because I'm in a comedy contest right now where the credit is listed as grieving prosuctively. <laughs> okay, so, so that's worse. you're doing fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh grieving, grieving prosuctively is a very different stand-up special. <laughs> it's very different stand-up special than what I intended. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. It's, it's amazing what difference grieving one letter. Grieving is your next. <laughs> yeah, grieving Persephone. <laughs> Uh, we miss her we come back from Hades yeah please come back <laughs> from the underworld um wait okay so yeah so talk about that i'm very interested in also like how you got into comedy because this okay. is you just hit your six, six years six years you oh did gosh, great research wow. here thank you very very well researched thank podcast. you so much i've been avoiding this article i have to write but I do <laughs> I like it. i'm glad that you did yeah. that um so yeah talk about <laughs> oh okay like no <laughs> i had some it. questions for you no, please it. the floor is yours you are the guest <laughs> uh for which one that was like three things <laughs> like, like, <laughs> wherever you find an interest all right like, i'll take back what, my what compliment about, about? Yeah. <laughs> the tightness of this radio program <laughs> okay well i say that because i don't know how many times you've like explained grieving productively a on, lot like, other now podcasts. okay yeah so <laughs> I don't know just, if you... i'll do it i'll do a quick okay. rundown uh grieving productively it's just like a 40 minute stand-up special slash basic art piece i guess Mm because it's like and it's me filming i did all my material in the gray in in the grave in the (laughs) in the graveyard uh where my where my dad's buried yeah yeah yeah, you know what i mean like to (laughs) him i had i have like my buddy watch it and he's just saw the beginning part Mm -hmm. before he got to it and he was just like if this is just Winston doing it to his dad for (laughs) four minutes this is unreal (laughs) it's like and he said and it cut to like a different show but it's like so it's just me it took so much time to edit but it's just Mm -hmm. 40 minutes of like I wrote a bunch of material after my dad passed and like I did sets the night he was diagnosed and the night he mm-hmm. passed away and just taking and it got to a point where like I had 15 to 20 minutes of material and when you have like 15 to 20 minutes of material about like your dead dad and you're like working clubs and stuff you can't mm-hmm. be the dead dad right. You'd be- middle act you <laughs> yeah. can't bum out <laughs> everyone before the headliner comes up so I was like well I can't do this material all the time and yeah. then I just started working towards making it a recording and I was just going to record it like a regular special. And then the pandemic happened and Mm -hmm. I just was like, I'll do this interesting, weird editing stuff. And, Mm -hmm. and then that came out and it was cool. So that's that. That's how Mm -hmm. I got in. That's how that, the grieving productively thing happened. Question for you. Did you, do you think like with that, with jokes about your dad and stuff, do you ever still work that into your stuff or did you make a specific space for that kind of humor? So like I'll still work it in if it's like, if I feel like doing it, but it's just like when you, so did that 40 minutes of material, I worked out over the course of like the year after he passed. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point I was just like burnt out from yeah. doing it. Cause it's just like, all right, this is yeah. at a certain point. It's just making myself relive trauma <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, it's like this five in front of I people. Uh, but then there's times where I feel like doing them. Cause I do think a lot of the jokes in it are like really fucking good. So yeah. I was like, so I do like, like last night I did a couple um, just because it was like, cause I mentioned that my dad was dead and mm-hmm. people pulled back and I was like, all right, well I'm going to ex- do a yeah. couple jokes, but, but generally, no, I haven't really done a lot of that since that, since that came out in like mm-hmm. October. So mm-hmm. gotcha. when you did the sets, like when he was diagnosed and when he died, um, like that, those exact days, right? Yeah. Like, were you going into it kind of like I should do this or like kind of I have to like it was like catharsis or... I just wanted to be near my friends mm-hmm. and all my friends do comedy right <laughs> and it was like so like he got when he got diagnosed I like cried at work when I found out because it was like I was working so I couldn't go 
to the meeting mm-hmm. where the doctor like had the test results or whatever. But my mm-hmm. mom and brother were there. So I called my brother and he was like, you should probably sit down. And it was like all the kids were gone um, mm-hmm. from, from work. And I just was like, just started crying. And then like my friends at work were like, oh my God, because they got, they understood when you, they know your dad's in the hospital yeah. and then they just see you crying the next day. They're like, this isn't <laughs> yeah, great. This is, yeah. um, I can put two and two together. Yeah. And also like one of my coworkers' dads also died the same week my dad died. Mm. Oh, really? Nathan Bemis, the improviser oh, from really? Richmond. Yeah. We oh. worked together in the same program and his dad uh, basically dropped dead when his mom was with him on vacation. Like <gasps> several, like right when my dad got diagnosed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was kind of, it was kind of insane uh, how close mm-hmm. it, it was. Yeah. Uh, but then like, I can't, oh yeah. And then I, but I wanted to be around my friends. So the night he was diagnosed, I went and I just had some ideas of stuff and I just mm-hmm. kind of wanted to vent and just like, cause it just seemed really ridiculous to me that this was happening. Yeah. And so I did that and I got an okay response. And then when he passed away, it was like, I, I need to be around. So he passed away at like two or 3 AM on a Tuesday morning. So like mm-hmm. Monday night, Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. And then I did fall out. That Tuesday night. You did Fallout? Yeah. And I oh, went and I did like 10 and uh, Jesse Jarvis was hosting. And he just let me do as much time as I yeah. wanted. So I did like 10 to 12 minutes of just like that stuff. And then I had a dude come up to me that was like, hey, man, my dad died like a year ago. And he was like, that shit was awesome. And just wow. hearing that made me realize like, OK, this isn't just a, I should probably, you know, yeah. just hearing someone else be like, that was cool. And that was helpful, mm-hmm. like made me feel better. And yeah. it just it. I feel like my dad's death was senseless and it didn't make any fucking sense mm-hmm. to me at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I can give purpose to this and like mm-hmm. help people. And that's another reason that Amber um, and I, like we just grew like closer. She's one of, like one of my best friends. And that's why we kind of decided to do the podcast and the house yeah. show and stuff as well. Do you get a lot of people DMing you things like that with the podcast? Some, I think because Amber runs the podcast, the Instagram thing. Mm-hmm. I think she gets more DMs for it, but like when the special came out, I did get like a, I, I messaged you. A lot of people. <laughs> we had like never talked and yeah. I was like, hey, what's that up? was so good. <laughs> it's so interesting that you say all that because I had a very parallel experience. My mom actually died of cancer oh when gosh. I was 15. So, but I was nine when she was diagnosed so oh, i was like wow. larping outside with my friends when i'm out oh like it's God. just so interesting I to hear tell like that that was <laughs> a universe you're from literally like, you have high elf energy i remember like <laughs> like literally lightsabers were clashing and then <laughs> i saw my parents pull into the driveway and i was like something's off about this energy anyways it's just like interesting to me oh, to hear something was wrong with yeah. the force <laughs> yeah. there, there was, was a, a disturbance, disturbance. <laughs> there was a stage four disturbance <laughs> in, in the, the force, force. <laughs> yeah um, and it was terminal. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. It's interesting to hear you and Amber especially talk about it because, like, how old were you when your dad was diagnosed? Oh, what am I now? I'm 30, and he was diagnosed 28. I was almost 29. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just like wonder how it would have been like at a different timeline of my life, life stage. Because um, yeah. like I kind of wish that I, I was 15 when my mom died so i also wanted to be near my friends but that meant joining the fucking cross country team yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a so i did nightmare. that for a year i didn't people have, are like you like, can't run away from your problem yeah, no, I'm like, I'm like, i can we're do fucking... a 5k in 21 minutes like, like, <laughs> yeah your life was a free form movie yeah <laughs> Truly. yeah, yeah. Truly. so like i guess it's like cool that you your thing was like just jokes like from the get-go because i think that would have been if i had the awareness and my the frontal lobe development to do that i would have but (laughs) well it's just like uh, the whole death is just so fucking insane to me and it's ridiculous and there's a whole industry around death which Mm is in nuts that it's like you can death is like a for-profit industry in america and i understand why like i get like it's 
And it's easy to come in like, I'm not saying they all manipulate people, but it's easy to come in and manipulate. Cause it's just like, there's someone that's willing for a lot of money to handle everything and yeah. not make you have to fucking deal with it. And it's like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like that's a good use of money, yeah. but it's so expensive. Oh my <laughs> it God. Is so expensive. One yeah. of my most vivid memories is like touring a funeral home and we're like, is this where she's going to be buried forever? And there was a Popeye's right across. The, you could like that see it awesome. in the horizon. And my, my sister was like, we are not burying her. Near a Popeye's. Near a goddamn Popeye's. But I've always dealt with like shit like that with humans. Mm-hmm. and just like i don't know i just think stuff's funny and i think really fucked up shit is really funny and it just helps me deal with it and i know that that's not for everybody like i get that that's not how everybody grieves but there's a lot of people that think that shit's fucking funny and it's just like i can't Mm -hmm. believe this so (laughs) so like for your podcast dead 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 dog comedy pood (laughs) yeah Yeah, dead dog comedy pad productively (laughs) yeah productively (laughs) (laughs) this week um I like when you guys have comics come on and you've had like not local comics like yeah. people from everywhere come on like do you put out like a help wanted like re- prerequisite dead parent comic like, <laughs> must have dead so I put, how do you find people um so like a lot of it is posting in like online comedy groups and mm-hmm. being like hey if you're interested and you've lost somebody and it's like and we don't do- just try to do parents oh, we do right. try to do like other <laughs> you definitely things do, like, yeah other than, other people um, and yeah. I'm like just DM me mm-hmm. with it, and then like uh, we had a hospice nurse. <laughs> yeah, we had a hospice nurse. Yeah. Also, yeah, right? a hospice cool. nurse. yeah we, oh yeah, that's interesting. And then just like going through and being like, is this a? Are you a good fit? Has right. enough time passed? Are you comfortable mm-hmm. talking about this thing? Because I don't want to have someone on. They're not comfortable about talking about it to the point that I feel like I can't make jokes about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like fuck that. I I don't know. I think some of the heart, some of the times I have laughed the hardest mm-hmm. has been like on that show where someone is so close to crying, and then we do something and I just said something really <laughs> fucked up and Amber's just like oh no <laughs> which is my favorite dynamic yes. just feel like she's constantly reeling me yeah. in <laughs> like, oh, God. there's a couple of times yeah. where she's messaged me even like you gotta cut that out and I was like alright I'll, I'll cut that one I'll cut that one out you can't make that <laughs> make that so... joke uh, but yeah it's, I, don't know. I, I, I like it but it's definitely like a definitely a help wanted thing and then yeah. like reaching it but it's also like it helps to do it as a help wanted thing mm-hmm. because it feels very manipulative and to reach out, to, reach out to someone yeah, hey, honestly and be I like hey that, yeah. can you help me make content mm-hmm. Oof, yeah and it's that's like a, I, and you have no idea where they're coming from line to walk yeah like, and and, yeah. and when i send people messages about it i'm always like hey mm-hmm. um very sorry for your loss i'm sorry that that happened if you need anything let me know mm-hmm. um and then like if i feel like they're at a point is be like hey it's like i respect you a lot as a person yeah. i would love to hear about your journey when you're ready to talk about it mm-hmm. and please reach out to me and i've had you know that that feels like the best way to do it yeah but putting it out there and letting people come to me right unless it's a guest that i really really want on the show and sure. then I, I will do that but yeah you just don't want to be like hey, hey i want to yeah. be on my podcast you want to be on my podcast write that copy yeah do you want to be on um my you know it's a it's a it's a pretty good podcast <laughs> yeah. um you know it's very subtle it's called dead dad comedy <laughs> I pod heard you had a dead dad yeah <laughs> i heard the you grapevine. yeah through the grapevine uh, yeah. i but i think it's like a really nice resource because i feel like there's probably Probably a ton of people out there that have had, you know. Yeah, eventually most people's dads die. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> I make Contrary that same point, and everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" And yeah. I'm like, "Guys, your parents are gonna die. They're gonna die. Oh, like, don't this don't realize sorry. that, especially yeah. at our age. I yeah. didn't realize yeah. until it happened. Yeah, and I was right? like, Holy shit, you he's gonna live forever. Happening, and you're like, "Oh, but, wait, this is gonna well, happen." Well, I would to me. like think about. I would think about the math in my head because I'm terrified of death, mm-hmm. and um, 
Like my dad was a hypochondriac who was terrified of dying. Like literally getting cancer and dying was my father's worst nightmare. Um, it is literally the exact <laughs> dreams came. True. Yeah, for real. It is <laughs> literally right this is manifesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his worst form. fucking nightmare. So I was just always someone that would just be like um, doing the math in my head. I'm like, okay, my dad's 65. Mm-hmm. My grand, his dad died at 87. I was like, so feasibly, I've got like 15 years left with my dad. Yeah. So I'd be yeah. like, so I've trying been to doing make- that math recently. Yeah. I literally it's- cried la- uh, yesterday morning well, about yeah. that. It's like doing the math and then you turn it in and you fucking missed a step and they're like, no, this is tomorrow. Yeah, you <laughs> did not carry yeah. the one and yeah, you they're actually already right. dead. This is why you have to <laughs> oh, show shit. your work, yeah. Winston. <laughs> yeah, it's like Common Core sucks. Yeah. <laughs> or it's not all now that's supposed to be. Do you find yourself like now that you have one living parent, like really freaking out about that? Like Well, it wasn't until now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think about it all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I do think about it, just try to enjoy the time I have with my mom. Family's sure. like really important. <laughs> the me. time I have it literally sounds like we're about to put her we down. don't know you don't <laughs> you don't ever know it's a pandemic it's Ugh, like yeah. she's just know. turned 62 Ooh, you don't, yeah you know what I mean like you, you don't yeah you don't know <laughs> what's gonna happen so yeah I think about it but I try to like just enjoy it and hang yeah. out and just put it to the back, back yeah of my mind. I heard a very stressful uh I guess not statistic, but someone on TikTok was saying like, if you're, <laughs> yeah, that's not a statistic. A study. As far from, I was uh, reading this literary journal on TikTok. I will uh, tell, I will tell seconds. Mary something. And I'm like, so I read this article. Well, actually, yeah. it was a video about an art. Well, it was a TikTok well, was a about TikTok. a yeah. video about an article. Um, but someone was saying like, this guy was such an asshole. And he was like, just remember, like, if you don't live in the same town as your parents, if you visit them for Christmas and Easter I for ten one. years, yeah. you're only seeing them twenty, 20 more times. times. Yep. I was like. Motherfucker. Yeah, I or that. I saw one recently that was like, "Can you remember the names of your great great grandparents?" And like, if you can't, you literally only live exist for two generations before you're yeah, like forgotten. Yeah, but it is yeah something that's that's kind of calming. Yes, yeah. it's very calming. To <laughs> yeah, me, actually, yeah, it is very much. But that's some, a reality you had to come to terms with at 15 which is <laughs> yeah. crazy I know. We were <laughs> out there running miles afterwards friends mary and i were talking i think like on the i don't know if we actually released we've recorded so many practice rounds before we actually <laughs> yeah. posted an episode so i think this People was gonna be like first. you practice before unfortunately <laughs> there were rougher versions yeah. but mary was talking about like um and i want to know if this has happened to you where people are like they'll bring up dads in general and oh, then they is, like clam the up one. yeah the they'll be like oh my god you know like bringing up fatherhood in yeah. front of you or? not so much they'll bring it like i don't really have people bring it up and then clam up i have people bring it up and then i just make them feel bad because <laughs> right. it's really funny right. to me you're uh, allowed to know. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. very funny and i mean we had an episode of I had an episode of the winsmith games and uh, i'm not gonna say what episode it was but we had one where like somebody made a reference to a dad and a thing mm-hmm. and then i was just like oh my god that's so fucked up like i was making mm-hmm. a joke yeah. about it and then they got very angry at me on the podcast really? i think the, epi- the episode's out there where it's like they're mad at me they're like i can fucking do whatever like, what? there, like, how many episodes of winsmith's games are there maybe 60 okay i'll uh, listen to I'll, all I'll, I'll tell you this. i'll tell you guys what it is <laughs> yeah, after the okay. show. but it was like uh it was like a whole thing to the point where like at the end of the episode, I had to be like, what's going on? Like yeah. on the Are thing, I'm like, okay? what's happening? Yeah. I was like, this is my show mm-hmm. and I don't feel comfortable on my show. Yeah. And it's like, like what the fuck is That's going on? And they apologized afterwards and, and so we're, weird. and we're fine. But they were like, were all, they embarrassed? they're also going through what, something. Yeah. Like, oh, I think okay, in the moment okay. they're going through something 
and they were basically just like, gotcha. you don't get to make me fucking feel guilty. And it's like, it's like, this is Ooh. a comedy yeah, show. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs> and like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. People react in ways that you would not expect sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's awesome. In the yeah. moment, I was very like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening? I appreciate your ability, like, and even just not in terms of talking about like dead dads and stuff like that, but your ability to just like call out the general air of like. Yeah, what's it's go- fucking like, yeah. bullshit when yeah. stuff's happening. Yeah. Like, like when you're, ha- like if. If just the the vibe is off of a crowd or something sometimes if you address it the yeah. the tension like deflates well, or sometimes it escalates yeah, like, yeah. sometimes it, it escalates but yeah. if it's going to escalate that crowd was never going to be good right and That's i fair. don't i'm gonna take point. them down with me yeah <laughs> yeah i love that <laughs> going down with this shit. yeah you're yeah. never gonna forget <laughs> yeah. this finny finger is so <laughs> scary we address it in every episode yeah. he tries to rein us in wrap it up yeah. is wrap what it up. This it's so scary um, enough dad shit yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll move on no one but fucking cares one thing I wanted to ask you before we like move on to big question stuff it'll kind of everything's about comedy so it feels yeah. pretty big what's the shit big question it's just like so I hear about. Wendy's is gonna have <laughs> a strawberry frosty are you excited yeah. <laughs> what would your dad have thought about a strawberry <laughs> frosty and I was you know doing the studies on the TikTok and yeah, uh, people were pretty was, excited it was on the TikTok but I wanted to ask you just in general like when you since you've been doing it for six years and you've seen and you go to so many open mics and so many shows like you do like two shows a night yeah when stuff's going on yeah yeah. you know pre-pandemic and stuff um like when you see someone new or a friend even like how do you gauge like if you think they're a good comedian or not because we talked a little bit off pod that bombing is not a very good like indicator of whether someone mm, yeah. is very good. Have you ever watched a movie you really liked with people that didn't like the movie? That's, fair. <laughs> that's a great. We, we've yeah. talked about that yeah. before. And yeah. where you, so to me, it's like if I see someone that's new, very rarely am I going to be like, Oh, this person's great. Cause you're mm-hmm. not yeah. good when you start comedy. Yeah. Everyone yeah. sucks when they start. That's okay. But if like, I hear you and it's like, you've got some positives going and mm-hmm. you're a nice person. I will generally cheer for you. <laughs> cheer for you. And I'll go up to you and be like, Hey, just want to let you know, Mm-hmm. That joke, I think the reason that it's not working the way you want it to mm-hmm. is because of this. Mm-hmm. And then it's the next time I see you, mm-hmm. if you have taken that note and at least tried it, like told me like, oh, I tried it, it didn't work. Yeah. I'm going to fuck yeah. fuck with you forever. Mm-hmm. Like, True. it's just like, I'm going to just, you, you heard a note and it didn't make you feel shitty. And it's like mm-hmm. made me feel respected that you at least listened. And I'm, I'm willing to do that. And, and then seeing a comic that's new um, or like a comic that's new to me. So someone that's been doing it a while, even if the audience doesn't like them, I can Mm -hmm. kind of pick up just like, I like that. Like they're a good writer or they're Mm -hmm. a good performer and their writing will catch up. Do you notice potential in someone based off of like the topics they choose to talk about or like the way they present it I just like, like how prepared they seem just how hacky it is. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I, I don't really care about hacky topics. People are like, Oh, like, all guys talk about is is online dating and their dicks. And I'm like, yeah, and all women talk about is their fucking pussies and periods. But that's like, because it's <laughs> what you fucking know. And it's like, I'm never going be- to, I'm not going to begrudge a female comic for talking about sex or yeah, sure. their fucking vagina or yeah. period, like, or whatever. Like, that's your experience. Mm-hmm. My thing is like, are the way that you're talking about those things, is it something I've heard seven or eight different comics say before? Oh, right. sure. So I'm much more less about like what your grandiose topics yeah. are and more about like, do you have a unique perspective on these yeah. things? I love when someone comes with like a hacky 
premise and then I think that's the most challenging I mean what is the thing it's like there are only like love songs and breakup songs it's just like yeah which, you know yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's exactly. so many different ways to present it yeah, yeah, yeah if, exactly but yeah. that's kind of how I am and then I can just if I hear something like but it, it is a lot like you watch a movie you really love with people that mm-hmm. don't like it and mm-hmm. you're just kind of like why don't people like this yeah <laughs> yeah this I, is great I like really enjoy this yeah. movie mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. that's how I view it <laughs> All right. Amen. I felt like that was the way to wrap it up. Yeah. You know? yeah. Before we got another finger <laughs> lodged deep inside of yeah, us. We don't exactly. understand that the fingers are in us. They're not even. <laughs> That's why I sound we so scared yeah. when I see it coming. It's a big really? rotation yeah. of the wrap it up signal. One single finger. I can't take it. Right? It's a lot. Oh my All the knuckles. We're in there. We're in there. Oh my God. I feel like a Fitbit. Just All right. So we were talking about your use of the N-word, Tina. And, uh, <laughs> That's a big question. I said Nigeria. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not doubling down. Yes, take the red pill, um, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> um, I only take Snack Factory pretzel crisps. Yeah, every the red bag. bag. Yeah. You took the red yeah. bag yeah. of the pretzel crisps. Damn, I didn't think this through. Um, <laughs> Damn, I didn't think this through. Okay, but for the big question the big question mm-hmm. today right <laughs> i was very intrigued when you and i did a stand-up show last week no two weeks ago that wasn't two weeks ago it was literally this week, week ago that was last yeah. week that was like seven eight days ago maybe yeah. good lord yeah, it was okay eight, it was eight it days matter. ago yeah. it's gonna be published like six weeks from in now, the ether so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway you were saying because like i was so clearly... remember when we did that show when you were still alive <laughs> <laughs> I was clearly like very much the newbie, like inexperienced. I haven't done a show since November and then before that March, but you've been doing it for six years and then continued through the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but then you said you were like super nervous. Yeah, I'm terrified. All and the time. I was like, well, and that was, was, it was so surprising to me because one, anytime I see you at a show, you do not show it. Like you seem very calm and collected. That's the muscle relaxants. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's Damn, purely what that, that's, that's purely why what, couldn't remember. That's when purely what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I should save mine for my period cramps for the show. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then you also said that like you have like imposter syndrome, which again, I never would have guessed. Oh, yeah, I, I did agree to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I feel like, you. when I did I say I all forgot. of this? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That is how I, I finagled my way onto this female yeah. podcast. <laughs> By big question, we mean female invasive. Um, <laughs> the font. Yeah. Cast. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you just like about your like journey with imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do you think it could ever go away from no. you or for anyone <laughs> it'll never go away you don't from think me. you could ever like actively work on it to get rid of it or... but what do you what work do you do on it um, like what you, but like what know. like but yeah so the grand question is what work can you do on making uh, on feeling like you're fake and not real like i can't yeah. think of like the, to, to me mean, the only time i don't feel that is when other people are telling me this so i can't but I, you did make the decision to go full-time comedy yeah, I didn't make the decision. Uh, I did make that, de- but I didn't make that. De- but I didn't make that decision. Who's holding your phone? Yeah. But I didn't Blink make, twice, Winston. I didn't make that decision because I thought I was 
so good at comedy. Mm-hmm. I made that decision because I'm 30 years old. Okay. And if I don't make that decision. <laughs> you were doing the math. Like I was, we were earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was making just enough money doing comedy to where mm-hmm. I was at this tipping point of like the gigs I were giving up almost matched the money I was making teaching. And so I was like, all right, well, like if I'm going to give it a shot, I don't want to give it a shot at like 35 or 36. Just might as well try it at 30. Mm -hmm. Cause now if it doesn't work out, I'm going to give myself till 35. And if it doesn't work out to 35 to where I'm like, at least at a point where Mm -hmm. I'm making ends meet and I'm not worried about money. Like uh, at 35, I'm just going to go back to teaching and be fine with it. That's a good point. So, but like when you have bouts of it, like the, doubt in your talent or like imposter syndrome however you want to say it like is it usually time wise like right before a show or like right after or right after a show right after okay and is it conducive to like the quality of set you have like no, because I can have like a great set and like really kill really hard. And then the only thing I can You're think like, about. That was a fluke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally yeah, the only thing I think about on the ride home is just be like, Am, like, was the crowd just that good? Like, mm. were are my jokes hacky? Like that type of thing where it's just like, I just, my imposter syndrome is mostly like, I get that I make people laugh. Like, I do understand that. But it's mm-hmm. like, but am I the type of comic that is respected or am I the type of comedian mm-hmm. that is not respected by other comics, but. I do well. Like, am I hack? Like, that's what my imposter syndrome manifests oh, about as. Being hacky. Yeah. Okay, like, am I a hack? Is that why I'm doing well? Mm. Not because I'm a good comedian, but because I'm talking about things. Like cheap a, shots. Yeah, just yeah. cheap shit. Yeah. And it's just like, is that what it is? That's, and that's interesting. Just, yeah. yeah. I think that's how I feel. I'm always, mm-hmm. I always like worry. I'm like, oh, well, they were just really drunk. So they were like <laughs> super quick to just laugh because it's mm-hmm. like cheap laughs because they're all wasted right now yeah. mm-hmm. and then i'm like oh god this is gonna be a bad show because everyone's very sober yeah right. like that's usually a point of contention for me is yours ever like so like, i can't think of another way to explain it other than like manic depressed like do you mm. go back and because mine is like i will feel like an imposter sometimes yeah. like half the time and then literally the other half god, the time complex. is yeah. just like, yeah it's literally just like that this was the set like this right, is the one yeah. where i break through i have mm-hmm. faith in myself and then something happens or like i just feel guilt about mine also just comes a lot from just like i just will feel guilty about stuff that i've done in my past like either just like not being the best mm. boyfriend or just mm-hmm. like so kind of being a dick to somebody yeah, yeah do i do do i deserve mm-hmm. this thing and then i just have to remind myself like oh yeah like it's mm-hmm. everybody fucks up everybody does right. not great things right. and as long as you're not doing horrific horrendous things Mm -hmm. it's okay yeah and so that's kind of where my balance is is just a lot of like religious Mm -hmm. guilt and a lot of just personal guilt because like part of the wanting to better yourself thing is Mm self-reflection on like okay like i probably could have talked nicer to this person right or like i could have not been a dick i couldn't have been such a big dick when this relationship didn't work out mm. or i could have not ghosted this person. you know what i mean or like mm, yeah. and type of things that aren't we necessarily do this all the time yeah, yeah you know what i mean like there are things where it's not necessarily mm. it's not necessarily evil or super wrong to do that but yeah. at the same time it's like i know that it would hurt me right and right. it has hurt me when that's when that's happened yeah. so just that type of thing and that balance of just it's trying so to be that that, a better like, person your comedy like, oh like yeah how you view yourself as a comedian like yeah. you're like relationships and exes and things like that. Yeah. That's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. I, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I wish Having I a was a sociopath yeah. who <laughs> did not care about what I've done right. in the past. Well, it's funny because we were. I can't remember too if we were recording when we were having this conversation mm-hmm. or just a normal friend conversation. <laughs> but we were. I was no saying line. how I was having a recent revelation because we have a friend that um, kind of always thinks that she's a bad person and that there's very much a like 
polar like either you are a good person or a bad person Mm. and I kind of always thought I was like a good person so that if I ever did like bad things I was like I was like oh well I'm like you know a good person so I wasn't like too bad well that's how I like make myself feel better is being like yeah I've done bad things yeah just like everyone's done bad things but I taught at a school for autism for four years, mm-hmm. making almost no money. Mm-hmm. I try to help people in comedy. I yeah. try not to be mm-hmm. a fucking weirdo, yeah. creep, piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right. I try to treat people better. <laughs> Sometimes I try not... you act badly, but you're not a bad actor. Yeah, and it's right. just like, yeah, exactly. So well, it's just that's like... the thing that was really freeing was like knowing that no person has a, such a dichotomy of a moral compass. Like, like you can think that you're acting in good faith and then someone is like you affected me in a very bad way yeah like like one time i pretty much like ghosted this guy thinking that i was like i rationalized it to myself being Mm -hmm. like oh like he didn't even really care that we were hooking up like it's fine and then i realized i was like and she realized she ruined my life and (laughs) (laughs) And i'm coming here to apologize that's what this is right now i'm I killed your dad yeah she killed my father <laughs> but yeah, I was like, dang, I didn't realize that that might have like, you know, tasted sour in his mouth and he might like think of me. Right. And then I was like, oh my God, does he just like think of me flat out like a bad person now? But that's like, you know, you mm-hmm. can't control things. You can't like control that. that. And that's kind of the thing that I'm at. Cause I definitely know yeah. that there are like women out there that I've gone on date with dates with and I've either ghosted mm-hmm. or been like, Hey, I'm not really interested in right. seeing you or dating or something like that. And then getting in a relationship with someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that yeah. type of thing where it's just like that person might not really like me, but I also right. realize that there's people that have done that to me. And as I've grown and whatever, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, it's, I don't hate right. them. Exactly. Like, it's yeah. like, it's whatever. It's like, it's once that, I don't know. And once those people find their happiness and uh, I always, whenever I talk big stuff like this, I'm always just openly apologize. I am sorry. Yes. If I've ever wronged you, because I do yeah. feel bad about yeah. it. The things that people out there have never We're thought about sorry. another yeah. day in their life. <laughs> yeah. Just know I think about it every waking sure. moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a big anxiety is thinking for other people instead yeah. of just like letting yeah. them think for themselves. Like, yeah. Maybe you really they don't, no idea. you know, hate my guts because we went on one date and I didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, it was just, it was like, like, I don't know. We're just like the date yeah. was like weird and uncomfortable because yeah. yeah. we didn't agree on things either politically or Oof. just like what, you know what I mean? Just yeah. shit like that. Yeah. And then I've also realized like, oh, I'm 30 years old and yeah. it's like, oh, I'm not even, you know, in a, in a, in a perfect world, I'm not even middle-aged. So it's like, I've got a lot <laughs> yeah. of time to just continue to grow and be a better person. Sure. And just like, yeah. like I fucking grew up going to high school in Farmville, Virginia. So I grew up like a young Republican guy. And then mm-hmm. it was like, and then you fucking meet people who aren't that. And you're like, oh yeah, these this is right. reasonable. And, yeah. and you yeah. just grow and change. And like, I don't know. Uh, that, that's So that's kind of where I'm at is mm-hmm. just on this internal apology tour where mm-hmm. i just am and you know that's where religion like helps me is i do pray about it all the time just yeah. like i'm sorry help me be a better person we all make mistakes and just trying to make sure the good outweighs the bad and you're not doing anything fucking horrendous like murdering right. people right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, My bad. Yeah. in good faith as much as you can yeah you know yeah. um but, but like back to comedy something that was really interesting to me was that you said um that is somewhat like i was like oh and like I've been told by other people that you're very good. Like you have a good reputation that precedes you. And then you're like, well, you just saying that I'm like immediately like, Oh, she's lying. Yeah. Well, my whole thing is like, <laughs> what are you trying to get out of me? Like, why are you lying? To right. Me? Like yeah. you're very skeptical, which is interesting. Cause I'm kind of the opposite where if someone says I did good, a good job, I'm like, Oh my God, thank oh, God. I, don't I have it. I don't eat that. Shit well, it up. makes yeah. Like, yeah, it depends. Like, I have like, external validation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like if I get external validation from an audience or like audience members after shows usually help, 
Um, my friends uh, will help because like I try to make sure I have a few friends that are like we are like, hey, we're just going to be honest with each other. Like, mm-hmm. I can't have all my friends just be completely honest with me. That's a miserable existence no. to have. Yeah, you need a few friends to right. gas you up, and you need a few friends to be like, hey, this is like, we should yeah. talk. I want yeah. you to succeed. And you have designated people you go to Yeah, I got that. a designated group chat uh, <laughs> for, for that type of thing. Yeah. Just a group chat that I can be like, I fucking bombed, and then we'll talk about it <laughs> yeah. and, and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so it's like, and it's not so much, oh, what is this person trying to get out of me? It's just that like, I from teaching and working with children, there were a lot of times where I had to sugarcoat things. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is just like, oh, maybe this person just views me as like a child who is very upset. And it's like this sugarcoating in oh, the moment, although it's not exactly the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want this person to be upset. So it's like, mm-hmm. a, a, my thing's like, why are you doing this kind thing to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And, but it, but it depends. Sometimes it does that. And sometimes it, it doesn't. It just depends on how bad the imposter mm. syndrome is, is going on. And then I also wanted to ask you, because like something Mary and I have talked about is with comedy, I'm kind of struggling with the like moving goalpost. Like I'm worried just now getting into it that I will never feel like satiated or like. And you won't. Yeah. yeah. Is and that so how's thing like, with comics like. Yeah, I feel is like you'll like never. That you well, I, think, need, you know? I think that's a thing for everything. Like, yeah. I think that like if you're working in a company and you're the vice president and you're sure. just like, I could be the president. You know what I mean? Or like, right. I could yeah. be the CEO. Yeah, it's or always the whatever. next big thing. There's, there's always the next big thing, and I think that's just a big product of mm-hmm. um, capitalism and just fucking sure. uh, right. Just in general, because it's like you. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I want to be the best at stand up. Like, that's mm-hmm. the internal goal, which is like, I want to be as good as I can humanly pos- yeah. possibly be. Um, it helps me to have friends who are lower than me in comedy and not lower like worse comics, but just like, I like having friends that when I tell them this thing um, that I'm doing, they're like, man, that's fucking awesome. I can't wait to get to that point. Right. So like having friends where your career is their goalpost and then also having friends where their career is your mm-hmm. goalpost. Like so a diverse group. Just but, like a diverse yeah. group. So it's like a perfect example is like one of my best friends is Chris Allen and he's like Mark Norman's opener and he goes on the road and he just recorded like an album thing for oh, Helium cool. Records and, and all this stuff. And he's like the best comic that I know. But it's like, so he can share these things with me and because I'm good friends with him, I'm like, oh, that's within reach. I can mm-hmm. get that. And like when your goalposts are within reach, it's less about not feeling satiated and more like, I'll get that right. eventually. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, if I didn't have friends and then having mm-hmm. the the friends who are look at me that way, it's like, hey man, I, I just, like I get to host at this club next weekend and they're mm-hmm. like, oh man, you're hosting at a comedy club and mm-hmm. just that type of gassing yeah. up. So that's like helped me because I do move the goalposts where I'm like, what's yeah. the next mm-hmm. thing? And, and having someone like Chris, when I'm talking like that to be like, hey man, he's like, it took me this long to get to that. You'll get there. Just don't worry right. about what else is going yeah. on and just focus on mm-hmm. doing you and getting better at comedy. How much do you like, because I always do this thing where if I find someone successful, like if I find a new stand-up that I really like, um, I immediately look up how old they are. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And then yeah. if they're younger than me, I'm like, fuck. I know. Really? Yeah, that's insane. I had to quit yeah. doing that because I was it just like. Me. Yeah. yeah, I have to like, because yeah, I'll look up like their stats. Like mm-hmm. I'll find their website. I'll try to find like their credits. Like if they have like Yeah, I watched that movie. Is it Shiva Baby? Is that how you say it? Um, Shiva Baby, yeah. It was good. And then the Damn. director is it was 24. Good? No, fuck that's yeah. wild. <laughs> I know when Rachel said it's in it and oh, she's it like our good, age. Oh, <sighs> Yeah. Oh, that hurts. But do you yeah. ever do the reverse though? Do you have because that's what I have to do. I have to balance it out. 
and look at comics that didn't That's break into it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like whether I, I do that. I'm, I'm not going to say what he did was okay, but Louis C.K. didn't break till he was 46. Okay. So it's mm-hmm. like, That's helpful. Yeah, it's a type of thing where it's like he was just fucking stirring in anonymity and just like yeah. not doing great and just doing the same mm-hmm. 30 to 45 minutes and then learning for that years. The, uh, the LCD sound system like front guy mm-hmm. did it start till he was like 45. Yeah, that's awesome. I was like, Phew! Okay. Yeah. We're going to be We're 46 still in the game, on this podcast and be like, shit, shit. Like, yeah, everything that comes out, you're like, fucking, she's, oh my, she's 67. Like, I gotta, be, like, I can't exactly. believe. I'm still young. Yeah, but, yeah, but you just see this. like all, there's like a ton of, of comics like that, like that won't get there break until late 30s or yeah. early 40s. So and just like, you said that you're going to give yourself until 35. Of trying it full time. Trying mm. it full time. What for you when you turn 36 is like, yes, I'm going to keep going. Like, what's a break for you? I have to be very fucking close to just making it like, like I want, if at 36, mm-hmm. I am at a point where I'm not like, oh God, I'm going to have to get a side gig. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that type of thing. Like <laughs> yeah. if I'm on the, you know, like it would suck to not have TV credits. It would suck to mm. not be on something, but like. I think a TV credit would definitely help. It would make me be like, all right, I'm on the right track. Yeah, like it's yeah. like a what type of What do people mean by TV credits? Because I hear that all the time now. Like you're a late a- night set yeah. or oh, okay, okay. you're on a Comedy Central show. Just anything gotcha. where your credit is like, this person's been on and it's not a different comedy club or it's not a festival. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm at the point now where like all my credits are, I've opened for this person or I've been in this festival yeah. or I've worked these clubs. But it would be nice. But, but, but it's just like getting to the point where it's like, uh, you might have seen this guy on Conan, um, The Daily Show, mm-hmm. and Netflix. And it's like, okay, yeah. those are the tele- those are televised credits to where someone who doesn't really know anything about comedy can see a poster and be like, this person right, is good. Yeah. We should. I guess that is a big them. indicator is like when people outside of a very niche scene yeah. can recognize the the, those gold yeah. posts. <laughs> They're like, yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you feel about people that are going? Because you have a TikTok. Yeah. How do you feel about the people that are like blowing up on TikTok TikTok and stuff? That's fine. They can do it. It's very. They can do it. It's different because I because I was pissed when Vine was a thing. Yeah. Because like Vine comics started headlining comedy clubs and they did didn't have a fucking act. Yeah. So it was like. But now I'm at the point where I'm just like, okay, um, if these people who aren't talented can get a bunch of followers on TikTok, it's like. Maybe I can build a small following on TikTok. Yeah. And how has your TikTok journey been? It's good. I like it. I yeah. mean, like I've been doing it for a few months and I know it's not like a huge jump, but I went from like a hundred followers that were my friends mm-hmm. to like I'm almost at four thousand now. That's and oh, it's really? just like yeah, and it's just like, a lot. Yeah. yeah. And just growing and just wanting yeah. to get to like and just trying to see like, oh, well, I have one that like every week or so I'll have something that goes viral to me. So yeah. like 80,000 to 200,000 views. That's and viral to me. That's yeah. viral to me. <laughs> but like, and just like trying to be AI like. podcast. I need, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, let me get and to this AIs point. And AIs around the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, I want to get to this point. And, and and it's fun. I like it. It's a it's a different thing to do. It's a place for me to try out I was going to say, do you test stuff out there? I just there? do jokes on there. Okay, That's all yeah. it is. It's all bits. And like I did um, a series of stand-up uh stand up 101 things where it was me oh, doing yes. stand up and it was I just like really bad stand up yeah. advice yeah. uh <laughs> which was really fun um uh but stuff like that and I'll try to do other silly stuff and just making sure I post a couple times a day um Ooh. but it's fun I like it do you feel burnt like content burnt out ever like cuz I guess with that TikTok that's a lot but like even with stand up like a writing jokes I just feel like sometimes my brain will not yeah do anything. yeah but I just do so much uh fucking crowd work that it doesn't like matter That's like very, like crowd so it'll just be so insane to like me. last night i did like a 45 minute set 
And I would say 38 minutes of it was crowd work. And I just wow. did seven minutes of jokes. And just being able to be like, all right, well, I don't really feel like doing my material tonight. Like yeah. these people are kind of, they're liking the interaction and mm-hmm. then just doing doing that. And and then like if I, it also helps because it's like I get a lot of material from crowd work by asking these weird questions mm-hmm. and people responding back that it helps. Yeah. It helps jumpstart me if I'm if I'm in the middle of, of writer's block. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I, I've got like two or three things I haven't tried out yet try that I'm excited out. to try yeah. out because I've thought of them and was just like, well, these aren't ready to try yet. So I'll just do crowd yeah. work for like two or three shows in a row and then switch to my bits. When you're writing a joke, like do you have you gotten good at knowing like if you think something will work or not? Because Mary and I have said like <laughs> when we're writing something, we cannot idea. tell if it will land and i know that's like what open mics are for but can you kind of like have you harnessed the skill of knowing if something's gonna do well or not before i'm I'm at a point where um i can at least be like i can make this idea sound like me Mm -hmm. and then like like i have a bit that i wrote the first six months i did stand up and i couldn't get it to work but Mm -hmm. i was like this is a funny idea i'm not a good enough comic yet and so it's like i'm at a point where like i know whether or not an idea is funny it's just am i good enough to make it work so i have like a bit about monopoly and then i was just doing it as like a one-liner thing Mm -hmm. and then a year later i came back to it and i turned it into like this four minute act out of how monopoly was created and i really liked that bit but it was purely because like i took the time and was like oh i'm better at this now like i can figure figure this stuff out interesting okay cool how do you like determine when it's time to revisit something or when it's time to like you're like it's (laughs) killed every every like uh three to six months i'll just go back through so like i every set list i've ever written out i have okay i've never thrown anything away uh i've been throwing my notebooks away and i'll just go back and look through old set lists and be like Oh yeah, I was working on that joke. I don't know why. Because you'll be working on something at a mic and then you'll have six or seven shows in a row where you can't work on something new because it's like either paid. Yeah. And then I just forget that that was a thing that I was working on. Yeah. And then I'll come back to it and be like, oh yeah, I want to do this. Or like, yeah. I'll, or bits that are like, I've got like an, an album I released like the second, like in my second year of stand up, and I'll go back and listen to that and just be like, oh, I can make this joke way better mm-hmm. and just, and just change that and stuff like that. It all, it all depends. Interesting. And how do you like, um, now I'm just like asking you for advice. <laughs> yeah. How do you? Can you write, uh, actually set up. Now you don't need to take line. another one-on-one like, class. This yeah. is an yeah. question for sure. Sure, but how do you do stand up? Yeah. <laughs> Take thirty minutes to answer. I'm writing notes. Yeah, um, I'm literally recording. This. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, how do you know when you it's re- you're ready to like add more time? Because you've done multiple like thirty minutes yeah. before. You've done an hour. Um, yeah. Have you ever? Jeez. Has anyone ever done more than an hour? I, don't I think, think it'd be I've so spoken funny. for an hour straight. I've ever done in my life. the <laughs> longest that I've done is ninety minutes. Damn. Um, and where was I, that? Like, what uh, was it the... was a house show in Roanoke when I was trying to record my album, and I was just, and I wasn't super happy with it because I like got kind of. It's, it's one of the four times that I got intoxicated before performing, and um, it, <laughs> one of the four times. Yeah, I've only done it four times. I did it mm-hmm. once, did really well, mm-hmm. and then the second time I bombed. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we don't know which yeah. of the two this, <laughs> yeah. like, we don't know what, not how you yeah. we have to figure out what it was. Yeah. And then the third one was just right in the middle. Okay. And then there was just a fourth time where I was like celebrating something and it was oh, okay, like, yeah. not, it wasn't a set that mattered, yeah. but I don't really like to, I don't really drink anymore anyway, but I don't like to 
drink before, before. Right. yeah drink before shows i like a good gin and ginger ale before i go <laughs> oh on. i know yeah. <laughs> yeah. i like yeah, a water down i like that you think that the blackout was from performance yeah <laughs> <laughs> from nerves i, I think i, I literally I get blackout every time i drive <laughs> and i you know it's take crazy i get behind the wheel and i close my eyes and then i just get home this is so bad but um like when i was doing the 101 class at coalition like my first stand well, that is endeavor at all. <laughs> yeah, no period full stop it's um, a joke all my friends teach those yes, oh so tom hall said like part of the class is like all right like before we do the showcase i really want you all to at least do like one open mic yeah. around so i went with like like five people from our class went scared? to the same one. Oh my god i was terrified <laughs> hence what comes next um so like five people from our class went taylor our ta went and we were all sitting at a table and i was just downing like the highest ipa alcohol Her, content where were you? <laughs> i was at the camel okay yeah where were and the camels <laughs> that's also a mic that's at 5 p.m yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. sun stark oh that was the other thing like uh whoever's performing is right up against the um yeah the lighting's window. horrendous you- and so the light is beaming in so it's just <laughs> nice. a silhouette it's like a cold changing room <laughs> yes. of a venue first of all yeah. it's just the silhouette of the person like no one could probably see yeah, there's like, no my lighting face. It's, if there's no lighting on your face which you is also lighting yeah. the crowd like yeah, you want awesome. the opposite you want the light to be on oh, you and i see not i thought anyone. it was like shining on no no, 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 no. no it's it shining is, on your back it's literally like you can't see my face because okay. it's a fucking oh, shadow that. so you have to like unlock you like a mario kart yeah exactly awesome. but you Ooh, can see it is yeah. a question mark on you <laughs> yeah. but you can see everyone else's expression sure. and, yeah. they, not happy. and i'm like quit doing your italian joke <laughs> Stop. That one's dead. Stop what workshopping it. Stop workshopping <laughs> it. I've been um, But the, yeah, so I was blackout. I was literally like silhouetted black. And then also um, the mic there, at least when I was doing it, was so like blown out. Like yeah, you couldn't hear. So I was, I have no idea what I said, but I walked <laughs> off. feedback. <laughs> I walked off <laughs> and Taylor was like, okay, like that, you did yeah, it. Yeah, you did. You, you went up, up, went up there, and you came down. Well, yeah. The drink. The, the reason I can't drink is it's like uh, there's so many things that are like out of your control in mm. stand-up comedy. Yeah. Um. That like I want, want to be, be an absolute game. complete yeah. control over all the things that I can control. Especially the yeah. crowd work. You could that could like backfire. Really yeah. Fast you cannot be careful. drunker yeah. than. Yeah. <laughs> I like that audience. you put your crowd work um on YouTube and stuff. Cause yeah. It's so fascinating to watch. Like. But has it ever gone so badly that you're like no one can see no, this? No, I've never, I've, I've never lost anything against an audience member. So I've never oh, had that. that's good. Yeah, um, that is nice. It's, it's, it's been like, I've had a few that have gone okay, and it's like, well, there's no use mm-hmm. in pointing this up just because it's like, it's fine. But no, I've never had the, the closest thing I had is I did do a set once where I said probably one of the meanest things I've ever said to another human being, <laughs> and they were a heckler. And then they flash their gun at me. <gasps> now, <laughs> well, I'm going to your show on Monday, and that might happen no. too. <laughs> well, well, like it was like when Obama was in office, and like I was in Crozet, Virginia, which okay, is like yes. past yeah, at this place called okay. Far Downers, and far like um, oh, this is gonna be far down, like yeah. on the map. But like. I was doing an online dating joke because I was new to comedy, yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah. we'll try this." Mm-hmm. And then like I said something about. I made a reference to like a gay, a gay person. Like I don't remember mm-hmm. what the joke was, but it was just being like, I don't know if I referenced Grinder or whatever. And then this dude that 
came in where he had been overserved somewhere else. Like oh, it was the type of thing where he's already gotcha. drunk, but this was his bar. So they were like, here's yeah. more alcohol in your body. And he just said something to me, go back to Richmond. And like said oh. some, said some uh, homophobic slurs to me. Hmm. And then I said that he looked like every person that's ever fucked a child. And, <laughs> uh, and then he just started screaming at me and flashing a gun at me. And I've been doing stand up for like four months at this time. And yeah. I was like, four months. Yeah. Wow. And you would think that the open mic host would like get you to wrap it up. And he's right. just giving me the fucking stretch. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> this is I mean, clearly you got to him. Yeah. So and that place something. doesn't do comedy anymore. And I went through a hate fucking phase the first year I did comedy. <laughs> so there's some of that where you would go into a bad room and just be like, I'm going to destroy everybody in yeah. here. Uh-huh. And then I grew out of it and now i just like to have a good time okay good (laughs) is that how you like enter i don't know like into because i don't know anytime i say yes to anything i'm like why the fuck did i do this why Mm -hmm. the fuck did i do this and then i have to remind myself that this is supposed to be fun in a way like fulfilling do you have a mantra you say before you get on stage god no i'm not that good (laughs) i do so (laughs) no i should like what i stretch i always stretch is it one of those things where you can't like say it out loud or else it won't come true. No, I just will like I just will just like stretch and swing my arms like like this motion oh, like back and forth. Okay. Stretching yeah. That I just stretch realize, you make yourself big and I stretch like, and then yeah, I just I tell myself to I stretch. I yeah. stretch. Uh yeah. yeah, and then I'll just say the thing uh-huh. over and over and over again until I feel good. Damn. So. Okay, I need one of those. Yeah. yeah. Mine is have fun and impose your will. <laughs> that's like that's I love that. Yeah, that's very sweet, it on a pillow, and then it's like yeah. iconic. Yeah. Well, well it's just like I know that like if I try really hard I can make most audiences like me like yeah, i can yeah. do what i need to do if i have enough time yeah to like really work in a five minute set it's like there's mm-hmm. really only so much you can do yeah but 10 15 minutes i can get people to where i want them to go or at least close there but i can only do that if i'm having a good time mm-hmm. if i'm not having fun so yeah. just have fun like enjoy myself and yeah. then just like also like remember what i'm there for and True. it's like to make people laugh Ugh, that's good advice. Well, that's probably a good. Got a couple yeah. more fingers in our ass yeah. to wrap it up. From that's beautiful. I feel like that was a very eloquent way to end off. So if you want to, speaking of yeah. imposing your will, yeah. <laughs> you just start hosting without. Yeah. Me. Yeah. You're like, I've actually added another podcast yeah. to my repertoire. Yeah. Um, I killed the last two girls. Yeah. Um, I murdered. Them. Yes. <laughs> just kidding. Look. They died in a drunk driving accident. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Oh boy. I hope that doesn't. Knock happen. on this beautiful IKEA. No, table we're told not to knock on it because it will mess up the oh, thing. So yeah. wait till the podcast is over, That's please. True. Keep it professional. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, I'll tell all our, all of our seventy followers on Instagram what model of IKEA table yeah. we're recording Ooh, on because Winston did ask. But um, yeah. do you want to plug your? your stuff yeah just follow me at winston h comedy on everything specifically tiktok i'm on tiktok more than everything else and it's oh, fun really? i respond to literally every comment that's posted awesome. i don't care what it is cool. if it's negative please if it's negative or positive nice. my I, tiktok username is weighted blanket mommy so Ooh, i like that <laughs> follow me a, yeah, i well. kill i kill with kindness on tiktok i did a joke and i had a guy that was in the military make fun of me okay. and uh no and i literally just yeah, no, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah and he was just making fun of me and then i just responded uh with it's like hey man 
I just want to thank you so much for your service, <laughs> for and, your service. and you fighting for my right to make these jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was That's like, God amazing. damn it. He literally yeah. responded. He's like, you think killing me with kindness is going to work? And he goes, da, da, da. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes. That's beautiful. And yeah. then WinstonHodges.com has all my podcasts and stuff like that, and then Grieving Productively. But Perfect. I got some weekends coming up, but we don't know when this is going to be posted, True, so there's right. no point in plugging those. Yeah, Update we'll your put website, them in the description. The oh, yeah. Update your website. <laughs> I'll, I'll message Brandon Beswick. He's the one who runs it. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. All right goodbye. We'll Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Artificial Intelligence. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Artificial Intelligence Podcast. If you have an existential question you need us to answer correctly, slide into our DMs or shoot us an email at ai.thepodcast at gmail.com. I've been thinking about getting a Fitbit since you You said. should. They're fun. Okay, I, like I am Fitbit. also a Fitbit person. Winston not wearing says, mine now, but. Winston told me he uses it for comedy because you can time it. And yeah, then and you it's get like a, a vibration. Soft Wait, little vibrate. Yeah, you no. get the, you do the countdown timer. So you, you don't s- have to like worry about time. Yeah, yeah, so I never have to worry about okay, a life. that's really smart. Yeah, because yeah. I'm always worried. I'm telling a- Winston like, I black out when I do <laughs> yeah. a set and yeah. he's so in it mm. like, blacking out sounds terrifying if yeah. i blacked out while doing anything i'm like i'm never doing this i again. just like yeah i can barely gauge like my movements how i bet like if i do it more it will sure. i don't think you realize how many times you say the n-word on stage it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's it unbelievable like to me it is almost like a catchphrase we'll fiction post yeah. um, <laughs>